William Goodman, the Hop Nerd, the Hop Nerd Podcast, the Hop Nerd LLC, your trusted resource in helping you bring human and organizational performance to life within your organization and helping you to operationalize human and organizational performance and to create sustainability along the way. Man, I'm fortunate. I get to work with companies all over the map from oil and gas and manufacturing and power companies and utilities. And you just name it. It seems like I've been getting to hang out everywhere. And that's just exciting to get to see these ideas continued to to, just to grow, just to grow and expand. I would love to be a part of your hop journey. I I would be honored. It would be an absolute honor and pleasure to get to help your organization begin or go farther down this path just shoot me a quick email thehopnerd at gmail.com or you can cruise over to the website www.thehopnerd.com pretty pretty easy right and it's i try to make it as easy as possible you can go click a little button book some time on my calendar we can talk about uh, human and organization performance how it can help you bring some of these ideas to life you can check out all the services that i have over there you can get the phone number you can do all that kind of sort of stuff so with all of that out of the way we're going to continue down this path of the basics We've been taking a dive into human and organizational performance basics over the last few episodes with the whole intent being here that, you know, I run into people every single day that kind of give me the WTF, what's hop, (laughs) right? And so we're continuing to try to go back into the basics, into the core ideas, into these principles, in these, into these better assumptions, right? And try to share that information as much as we can. So if you've been around for a minute, some of this might be old hat, uh, but I think you'll still find some stuff valuable in it. And we're going to dive right in today. We've talked about uh, the tenets of safety differently. We've talked about the five human and organizational performance principles. And today we're going to talk about the 10 ideas and these 10 ideas coming from 10 ideas to to make safety suck less. My latest book, which again, you can find on Amazon and Audible, and I think you'll find it really, really valuable uh, within your organization and its journey towards this bringing human and organizational performance to life. That was the entire intent uh, of this book. So we're talking about how we move forward with these better ideas, with these principles, with these assumptions, right? So we're going to talk a bit about the actions that we take to operationalize these concepts within our work worlds. And that's really what these 10 ideas are. And let's just start. Let's start right here with start from a place of trust. We move forward by starting from a place of trust with our employees rather than from a place of distrust. Viewing trust as the organization's neutral position. We understand that if our desire is to receive trust up through the organization, rather than our kind of normal way of saying, uh, uh, pretty please just trust us, right? That's how we normally seek trust is we like print trust us on posters. We get pretty please trust us t-shirts. We have trust us pizza parties. We say trust us, just trust us, just trust us. And then we shit all over people and show them that they can't actually trust us. (laughs) That's how most organizations approach, approach trust. And then we go, man, I don't know why people don't trust us. I don't know what we should do. Let's ask them to trust us again. It never works, right? We understand that if our desire is to receive trust up through an organization. The first step, the real first step, is being willing to genuinely extend trust throughout the organization. 
right? We, we have to start from a place of trust. And by doing so, we're starting to create that environment in which honesty is possible. We're starting to create that environment in which deep operational learning is possible. By doing things with people rather than trying to do things to people. Everyone's favorite experience as people right, is having something done to us, usually forcefully, with little to no input from us and whether we like it or not. I mean, that's just that's just human nature. That's what we love, right? But that's how we approach crap in our organizations. We don't need another input. We know what's best for them. And damn it, we're just going to do it to them. We're going to fix it. We're going to fix them. It's this shift in focus from trying to tell people what to do to asking them what they need. We have to reframe this experience within our organization. We have to reframe the experience of safety so many other things as well, but we have to reframe this experience of safety within our work worlds, moving it from something that we seek to do to others, from something that we seek to do for others, and transforming it into something that we do with others. We get there by choosing to learn deliberately and often from those that GSD. And if you've been hanging around a minute, you know what GSD means. And if you're new here, let, let me drop it in there for you. It's get shit done. Learning from those folks that actually get shit done. If you want to know how XYZ happens, you need to learn from the person that GSD around XYZ. <laughs> I mean, it's just that simple. You don't need to ask me. You don't need to ask the manager. You need to go learn from the person that actually gets that particular shit done within your organization. They're a wealth, a wealth of real raw information. So we have to do that by being genuinely curious, by genuinely seeking to understand, and by going out and learning deliberately often, and learning on purpose. We need to view pain points as starting points. By viewing pain points as starting points. So the, the purpose of pain within our work worlds is not all that much different than why our bodies feel pain. Pain's a signal that something is wrong or going wrong, that something is not working or at least not working well or is getting ready to stop working, and that there's a high likelihood of greater trouble on the horizon. These pain points are faint signals, right? That's really what we're talking about. Like those stinging sensations experienced when you grab that hot pan out of the oven with that little, without that little oven mitt, or if you're really like me, you know, while you're up foraging around like a big old grizzly bear in the middle of the night looking for a midnight snack and you step on like a Barbie doll or some Lego blocks or some other toys <laughs> that have been left out. Or again, if you're anything like me and you don't take the drop hitch off your truck and you bang your shin on there, now those are all pain points, right? And our organizational pain points are trying to tell us something as well. Pain is telling us often that we need to learn more, that we need to act, that we need to improve or better something, or that we need to stop doing whatever the heck is causing us all this pain. And pain points almost always sound like that thing never works right. I get the heebie-jeebies when we have to. It's way too hard to. I don't know why we. It's so dumb that we have to. We have to make do with. We can't get and on and on and on. Pain points are starting points. Dig deep. We have to become obsessed with the things that actually matter. And let's maybe be a bit controversial in the safety community. Oh my God, just so many mad at safety people. Sorry, Sage friends. <laughs> but we've spent a lot of time focused on the stuff that hurts people, and we've neglected the stuff that's killed people. And the controversial bit is that is this. We will never stop maiming and killing workers by overly focusing on the shit that does not kill or maim workers. We've spent a ton of time in safety focused on the things that hurt workers while avoiding the things that kill them. 
but the things that hurt us are usually not the things that kill us. And while we shouldn't give up all of that ground that we've made reducing these lower level kind of events, that's definitely good work and good work that we've done for the right reasons. That doesn't stop us from killing people. We need to become obsessed with the things that matter, the things that actually kill or significantly hurt people. We have to become obsessed with critical risk. We have to become obsessed with life-saving controls. Robust and error-tolerant controls. They're, they, they might not, and I would venture to say that they don't prevent, you know, oh, they, they didn't prevent that scratch. They don't prevent those bumps and scrapes. They don't prevent the bruises. Heck, they might not even pre prevent broke legs or broke arms or thrown out backs. But guess what? They save lives. We need to focus on more tools, less rules. Better tools, less rules. By providing people with the tools that help them create safe and stable work. Our work worlds are constantly changing. Right? Even the most repetitive stuff out there is new and unique. Our work worlds are complex and complicated. In this world chocked full of uncertainty, workers create successful outcomes through their adaptations in real time, responding to the work world that's around them. Workers create safety in real time by actively adapting through the world that surrounds them. So our questions should sound a whole bunch more like, how can we better help people adapt successfully through our complex and complicated work worlds? And less like, were they following the rule? We got a rule for that. We need to understand that we're never going to comply or punish our way to operational excellence. It's pretty simple. Pain and punishment, they do a lot. It's just not what we had hoped for. Right? It just doesn't work how we had hoped that it would have worked. It all seems so simple on the surface. We just beat people. We add in enough pain and they'll just stop being people. It doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work that way. And we just cannot. No matter how hard we have tried or how much harder we will try, we just cannot comply or punish our way to operational excellence. It's never worked. And guess what? It's never going to. We move forward by redefining safe, defining safe as the presence of positives. It propels us towards a focus on what is meaningful, and it moves us away from just viewing safety or any other really important thing within our organizations as just another number, as a number to usually manage, sometimes manipulate and always measure attempting this impossible task of ensuring the absence of negatives from within our work. And it moves us towards ensuring that we have all the ingredients present for work to go well. We have to think beyond our bias towards predict and prevent beyond this desire to safety fortune tell this safety fortune telling we have to outgrow this predict and prevent always bias and don't get me wrong prevention is a great thing but we're already really freaking good at it like super good at it because we almost always have safe and stable work our work is almost always successful which tells us that we're really freaking awesome at prevention already so prevention is great and we shouldn't give up all those preventative efforts but we do we truly do have to think beyond it because failure is not an if failure is a win so rather than wasting our time on safety fortune telling believing that we'll eventually with 
with enough effort, enough just get after it that will eventually predict and prevent everything. Our time is far better invested into designing systems that will fail a bit more gracefully. Right? It, it, it's our time is better invested into designing better systems that will not result in catastrophic outcomes when they fail. And ultimately, ultimately, idea number 10, probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest one, is embracing the human element of our work worlds. Embracing the humanity of our organizations. Embracing the humanity of our employees rather than trying to cure them of it. So there you have the quick down and dirty back to the basics on the 10 ideas. Start from a place of trust. Do things with people. Learn deliberately and often from those that get shit done. Pain points are starting points. Become obsessed with the things that actually matter. More tools, less rules. Stop trying to comply or punish your way to operational excellence. Redefine safe. Give up on safety fortune telling and embrace humanity. So we've talked tenants of safety differently, human organizational performance principles. Now we've talked the 10 ideas. If you want to dive deeper into the 10 ideas, check out the book. It's 10 ideas to make safety suck less available on Amazon and audible. I think it pairs nicely with all the books that we've kind of, kind of, kind of sprinkled in along the way. And we'll throw in some more book recommendations as we get towards the end of this. Maybe that's the final episode is talking through some, some key hop reading as you begin your journey or just for folks out there that have been going maybe maybe you missed one or two there's a lot of great information out there we're going to continue this conversation in the weeks to come be on the lookout for more of these basics episodes they're coming make sure you check out the website thehopnerd.com send me an email thehopnerd at gmail.com Calm. Let's do some learning teams together. Let's work on some learning explorations. Again, assessments, pre-event, post-event, all kinds of stuff. I would, would be more than happy to come out and help you. I pride myself on flexibility and passion and know-how. So if you need a little bit of help or you want to go down this path or go farther down this path, just get into contact. Until next time, it is Sam Goodman, the Hot Nerd, signing off. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye.